Blog Talk Radio. Peace, peace, peace to you and yours, everybody out there in Radio Land. This is P. Moore, the Blue Pill Report, live to you with Red Pill. This is the inauguration, the debut show for Know the Ledge Radio. Peace. Peace. Of uh, our legacy, our online show, Know the Ledge Radio, for the family that's been in touch with us, that's been keeping up with us on YouTube. This is only an extension of what we do. So we're bringing it to the blog talk, uh, the blogosphere and whatnot. So uh, I want to welcome everybody that's tuned in, listening to us. And, uh, yeah. We're about to open up, so I'm going to let my brother do the due diligence. All right. You want me to still set it off with the intro song, or we're going to get straight into it? Uh, we're going yeah. to do, do the song probably in the middle. All right. Let's just go. Let's jump right into it. We only got an hour. All right. This show, this particular show, is dedicated to the memory and the legacy of the Prophet Noble Joel Lee. So we want to open up by reading the warnings of the prophet, which he instructed the members to read at the beginning of any ceremony dealing with, you know, more science. So we're going to open it up by reading the warnings of the prophet that he left the peoples. Now it starts, it says, the citizens of all free national government, according to the national constitutions, are all one family bearing one free national name, those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classified as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names, abuses, and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitution laws of a free national government and to cling to the names and the principles that delude slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God, Allah, to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and to go back to that state of mind of their forefathers, divine and national principles, that they will be law-abided and receive their divine rights as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They ought to claim their own free national name and religion. There is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and that comes only through the connection of the Morris Divine National Movement, which has incorporated in this government and recognized, which was incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens. They can cast a free national ballot to the polls under the free national constitution of the United States government and not under a granted privilege as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know law in the city halls and amongst the officials in your government 
and ask them under intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply, for they are glad to see me bring you out of the darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is free national standards and power that makes a man in a nation. The wealth of all national governments is gold, silver, and commerce, which belongs to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principle, you have no true wealth. I am here by calling on all true citizens that stands for national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my great missionary work. I need support from all true American citizens of the United States of America to help me save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of this government. I am depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they may learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. Now, I love my people and desire their unity and mind back to their own free national divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law be forced upon all American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and reared there and asks his name and national descent and fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fails to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principle, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national name descent because they place their trust upon issue and names that they are not a part and parcel of, and neither were formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deletes, deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger, the same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, or dyed. Every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers, because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizens of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th Amendment brought the North and the South in unity, placing the Southerner, which was at that time without power, with the constitutional body of power, and at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774, declaring all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th Amendment for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there is in but, but, on, but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost, that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lay down together in yonder hills, and neither will be harmed, because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be ranging in this land in those days. 
the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my peoples and the government, the worst is yet to come because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people, and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, disease, etc. And I, the prophet, do hereby believe that this administration of the government being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws, and through the helps of such class of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find a true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that has never been done has never done them any good but has always harmed them. So I, the prophet, is hereby calling aloud with a divine plea to all true American citizens to help me remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America because they know it is not the true and divine way and without understanding they have fallen from the true light unto utter darkness of sin and there is not a nation on the earth today that will recognize them socially religiously politically and educationally etc in their present conditions of endeavorment in which they themselves try to force on a civilized world they will not refrain from their sinful ways of action and their deeds have brought jim crowism segregation and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth they fought the southerners for all these great misuses but i have traveled in the south and have examined conditions there and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor disgrace and disrespect to any nation that lives the life and i am hereby calling on all true american citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. If that is in the words of the prophet Noble Drew Ali, today is his solar day. We salute him, we honor him, and we continue to carry on his dream and his message. His and his legacy. Definitely. Um, for everybody that is listening, I do want to remind you that this man came along in the 20s when my brother was reading the, you know, his warnings and his prophecies. You might think that this brother came along in the 60s or whatnot or the 50s, but I'm here to remind you that this man was born in the late 1800s and he appeared and, and manifested in the 1920s to bring this information to our people over almost 100 years ago, closely 90 years ago and whatnot. And this message is resounding its loudest today in this day and age. Well, we're going to show you on the show through some of the literature that the brother left us with. It's very profound, and it speaks to the power of who this man was and basically, you know, what he was dealing with, the level of his knowledge. We're going to read some of his prophecies. They call him the prophet Noble Drew Ali. So in order to call a man a prophet, you must have prophecies that have come true, or you must have prophecies that bear witness to these days and times. So this man is, has proven itself with his prophecies. Right. This is something that we, ne we, we necessarily don't 
hear about all of the time. But what we're here to do is to lay the groundwork and to show the family out there that this man was definitely ahead of his time. Before we get into that, I just want to um, tag this particular caller. I believe that um, this may be a very special guest. Uh, Give me one second. Let me see. Yes, sir. Person, indeed, that we need to speak to to bring it on into perspective right now before we go further. Everything that you're saying is, is right and exact. Hold on one second. Peace caller whose number starts with 860-713. Are you on the air? Peace. Peace. That was an excellent start to your program. Um, what I really like to say about that divine warning is that, you know, it dispels all the myths about what Drew Ali brought. Drew Absolutely. Ali, he's been, he's been uh, accused of bringing religion. You know what I'm saying? Now, religion, as we know, is law, uh, law order, and governmental principles. It's not the religious dogma that we find in uh, spiritual churches and stuff like that. The brother taught civics in the first year, you know, of the conception of what he was doing. I mean, just reading that divine warning, you hear about governmental principles. You hear things about free national descent name versus free national name. You see what I'm saying? It says free national name, and then it says free national descent name of your forefathers. You know, meaning that we were supposed to go through a progressionary period. We weren't supposed to hold on to those names that allude to slavery. That was a cue to the outside people that they're making a transition. But as we well know in the adept chambers and internationally, our prophet was known as Sheikh Sharif Abdul Ali. You see what I'm saying? That's how he did business internationally. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it touched on things such as, you know, when a man in his own country, all right, and if he feel if he fails to answer up to the free national descent name, he becomes worthy of any mistreatments, imprisonments, and exiles. What has been happening to our people? Exactly. James Brown Bay. Well, I mean, you know, you know uh, Robert McGillicuddy ill. What has been happening to us? Because we cling on to somebody else's vine and fig tree. That man brought us a government, an ecclesiastical government, the, even better and, for, and, and going before the Vatican. The Vatican piggybacked off of what we did, what Juali did a year after he did. And we see the power that the Vatican wields today. We're supposed to be in that particular doggone situation with our own constitution and bylaws, with our own administrative functions. Our grand sheiks are supposed to be ambassadors, ministers, and representatives of the Moorish government, not, not you know, being spooky. You see what I'm saying? We're, we're supposed to be missionaries where we're opening up temples all over the world. We're supposed to not worry about uh, licensing because there's no licensing in the the administrative functions of our society. See what I'm saying? So, you know, the the United States Supreme Court 
acts of state says that the uh, rules and regulations of one government can't impose upon the rules and regulations of another government. So what Drew Ali brought us was a ecclesiastical government with its own officers, with its own bylaws, with everything he needed. In chapter 47, verse 14 of the Holy Quran, circle 7, it says that on top of all of the laws we are supposed to obey, that we are empowered to make our own, or says create, our own laws and customs. So those laws and customs that we create after we've mastered what the prophet brought are only indigenous to us. And we don't have to obey any other laws outside of the circle of our um, ecclesiastical government. We saw that best uh, demonstrated with the Mormons when the um, sheriffs came in and took all their children. Mm -hmm. But because the Constitution bylaws and laws that govern that ecclesiastical society dictated that they did nothing wrong, immediately they had to give all 300 of of them children back because they had no birth certificates. You know what I'm saying? That belonged to the state. They had no social security numbers that belonged to the state. All right? All of their documents put, making records of their birth were in-house. They had their yeah. own certification. So, therefore, the state had no jurisdiction to take them babies. And that was proven in front of the people. It was demonstrated. You understand the power of you know, these people who created, you know, who had a society within the society and they were exercising many of the uh, many of the legal uh, protections that the Moors basically what we're out there talking about and what we're, what we're teaching our people. And they demonstrated and showed the power of that. You understand? And, and they swept that under the rug real fast. Right. And Hold didn't on, even I miss it. I don't, I don't think the people actually heard who we have on the line. Um, so can you please introduce yourself, uh, Brother Sheik? Hello? Yes. Is uh, the brother still on the line? I don't see I don't see him on the um, in the call queue. Might have dropped okay. the call. Uh, All right. Let me that was Brother Lonnie Bay from uh, Connecticut, Sheik of a Temple. Go ahead. I want to take the next caller because the uh, call queue is kind of filled up, and I want to start clearing it out. So All right. caller with the number starting 646-465, I'm about to tag you right now. Peace, brother. Peace. Hey. Peace. Hello? Islam. Islam, you on the air. Peace. Peace. Yes. Peace, what's good? What's good? All right, who's this? Nick, just listening it's, in. It's Brother Sharif Muhammad B.I. Oh, peace, oh, brother. Right. What's good with you? What's going on, brother? What's going on? All I mean, we're doing, we doing better now. We got the guard on the line. What's good? <laughs> yes, sir. All praises do. Yes, sir. Today is the uh, the Prophet's solar day. How did you spend your day? Uh, spent my day... Uh, on the plantation, brother. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. No doubt. We coming to get you off the plantation. Don't worry about it, man. That's, <laughs> that's what the movement is for. We're we, we building our own damn plantations. We're going to have them in the damn yard for us in a minute. Well, can you, um, you know, being that we only have an hour left and we're here online giving it up to the profit, can you pretty much, like, add on, is there anything, that you want to interject that the people need to know and understand about the prophet as well? 
I think the previous caller uh, basically summed it up very well and eloquently. Um, the one thing that the reason why the Moors are not doing as Nevadican is because they're not united. You can go to every Moor Science Temple throughout this city, New York, and they all are not united. They don't have the uh, they don't have the same common branch. One person follows Kirkman Bay, another person follows Dingle L, and they don't get along. Now, if they were all united, or they all had the same story about the prophet, maybe then you will see these these sheiks being ambassadors to for the people. And another thing that the Moors haven't been doing is they haven't been going into the community. You don't see Temple Moors in the community. Uh, Temple 21, which is right across the street from a project, they don't even go into the project and they don't talk to the people. So the people don't get this information concerning what Drali taught about nationality and birthrights and the free national name. So that right there is the reason why the Moors aren't where they should be. Okay. For this new generation of Moors, such as myself and my brother, who walked the streets, and we basically, you know, we're still amongst our people. And uh, for all of the younger brothers who are coming up on this information with this new social media networks, the YouTubes, the Facebooks, what, should, what would be your advice for us, the, the you know, the frontline soldiers, to start getting this information out to, you know, Ray Ray and them in the projects who would, you know, who never heard anything like this. What would be an approach, a grassroots approach to begin breaking this uh, spell? Well, you know, the the most, I guess the first thing you should start, you know, as it says in the Circle 7 Quran, Chapter 3, is, you know, when they, they ask the brother, Jesus, what should he study? He says, study yourself. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we should do is continue to study self. Continue to study our history. Continue to open up dialogues with the youth because the one thing that's the problem is a lot of our elders are afraid of people in our generation and the youngest generation. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a gap between the two, and we don't identify with each other's struggle. You know, when we was growing up, we had eyes and the prize to identify who we were as people. Now yeah. we don't have that on the air. So the only thing our children do know is what they view on television. Hypersexual black woman, you know, thuggery. Mm-hmm. Ray J. Bling, the bling bling era, but they have no culture. They right. emulate well, prison. So we have to change that paradigm by going out there and showing them a different way. Now, you, as, as a brother such as yourself who has traveled through uh, various different schools and what have you, and listening to the prophet's warnings, Right? Yes, sir. Do other organizations coincide with this particular message, or are their missions somewhat diametrically opposed to what the prophet set forth if their agenda is to segregate and to separate from said government? Yes, indeed. Um, There are many organizations who teach along the same lines as what Drali taught. Um, many individuals, I mean, we had this conversation earlier about the Nation of Islam. Nation of Islam is one of those organizations who operates as a nation, especially when it was under the leadership of 
the messenger of Allah, the most honorable Muhammad. What has happened now is what you see even in the more science temple movement, the dumbing down of information where a lot of individuals who belong to those to that particular movement don't yeah. have the information nor can they speak that language. So they don't understand the instructions that Elijah Muhammad taught, so they can't articulate it in the manner in which we are accustomed to as Moors who are very educated in civics and law. Um, there are other organizations like Ben Ami's movement and Beta Israel or Yahweh Ben Yahweh's movement. There are many other organizations who do exactly what we're talking about. Ben Ami's movement is a perfect example because all of his temples and all the people head of his temples are ambassadors, and they do have consulates in the United States. So he's actually doing what the MSTFA should be doing. Right. Absolutely. Well, brother, I commend you. Please continue to do what you're doing because you have done a great deal to bring me into the fold myself. So please continue to shine the light, you know what I'm saying? Yes, oh, can I ask the brother one more question before he yes, gets off the line? Um, speaking from personal experience, a lot of things begin to make sense and a lot of walls begin to fall down when I started studying world history. And when I began taking, when I, when I, when I, when I started my Moorish history from Spain and there, and, and, and you, you know, follow the timeline into the Americas or whatnot. So my question to you would be, for me, and so I, so I can help people because you know it could be a confusing journey. This whole, this 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 whole journey for information and knowing of thyself. But what would be a be, a simple way of walking our people through these lessons that they have not been taught in the miseducation system, or they might not have been taught in certain groups that they're in? What would be the best way to walk them through these lessons so they could to show them who they truly are? prior to slavery and whatnot, prior to being prisoners of war, prior to being conquered by the Inquisitions and the Crusades? Well, the most starting to realize, Muhammad said, you know, we're supposed to speak the language of, our, of the youth. We're supposed to speak the language of our people. So you have to articulate the message in the manner in which they can clearly understand. Okay. The, the most easiest part is just to act the one of our use, how do you identify yourself? How, who, who are you as a person? Right. And then you show them how we were shown when we was kids, the greatness of our people through that language. Even if you have to go through hip-hop, you can mm -hmm. use hip-hop as a vehicle. Show the birth of hip-hop and its growth and its evolution to how it is now and what it used to be and the message that mm -hmm. it started with to what it is now and how that transformation, how you know, Russell Simmons and them was struggling, Africa Bambada and, and Kool Herc and all of them, they were struggling. And now you got individuals who, in almost every medium, uses hip-hop to gather Communicate. the mm -hmm. So something that you can easily show show our youth to get right. them interested in this. I appreciate doubt. it. Thank you, Brother Sharif Bay. You, know you want to get into that song more? Then he mentioned that, so we could show the people that uh, uh, we not, do have. Not not right at this particular moment, because I got a lot of people in the call the queue. I'll okay. Tag one more person, you know what I'm saying? The, the number starting with 336 is the area code, 965. You are on the air. 
in honor of um, the birthday of uh, the Honorable Noble Drew Ali and for yes. us to have can you, the birthday hold on one in second. common. Can you, can you tell the people who they're um, speaking with right now? This is Sister Myra. Yes, Sister oh, Myra. Oh, Sister Myra. Hey. Happy, happy yeah. uh, Solar Day. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. Yes. Thank you. I am so uh, honored that you um, wanted to have me on this phone call in regards to uh, giving honor to Noble Drew Ali and us sharing the same birthday. And it's so funny because he, you know, we look like we can come from the same family. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you have to Carolina. I'm sure. Right. <laughs> and uh, uh, so I, um, it makes me know how important um my energy is, you see, um, yeah. is I can um, coincide with um, his greatness, you know, coming right. through on the same day. Um, but uh, uh, he was born on a uh, on a Friday, which is Venus Day, and I was born on a Tuesday, which is Mars Day. So we just kind of switched um, uh, the masculine and feminine aspect on the day we were born in our okay. energy. So, now, uh, I know that you've studied this date and intently because you're a master astrologist. Is there anything yeah. in particular about the energies of this particular day that you can speak about? Well, it's, um, you know, you know, I speak symbolism. I speak astrological, you see. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just the, the eight, of course, and the, um, that uh, that connects you to, you know, infinity, you see. And this is what separates us um, because we are the infinite, you see. We go back to the ancients of ancients, you see, through that energy. Right. We're energy beings. And uh, so that number eight is the um, the signal of, you know, um, the infinite process of, um, you, you know, of what, of what we uh, – of our connection to our ancient family. Um, and it is – Significant in the fact that uh, it comes right after um, the winter solstice, you see, um, mm-hmm. bringing in um, the the Capricorn energy, um, and um, in harmony with that, you have uh, Saturn, um, you know, which represents the father energy. So we have a father and daughter energy here uh, in this this, this operation. Uh, it's um, symbolic. Uh, in many ways, uh, because this is a very uh, fruitful time. Uh, this is a time of culmination, you see. Right. So we have access to um, the, the, the the power through our spirit like never before, you know, uh, through this energy, you see. Okay. Uh, I just want to segue real quick because, you know, time is limited. But there is yes. a specific reason why I requested that you call in because of the message that you have, and yeah. it reminds me, you know what I'm saying, of Drew Ali's message yeah. a lot. And yeah. when Drew Ali came, he came with the mission of uplifting fallen humanity. Yeah. You know, people are still clueless as to who that is, even though he came pictured carrying a woman in his arms. Yeah. Now, the, 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 that's, you know, the celestial information, the message that you bring us coincides with that particular message, can you very briefly explain to people what particular day and time we are standing in in the now and how that message coincides? Well, um, this is um, 
what can I say? This is the, the culmination. We have three more years before we are in a position to cross over into the new age. And in order for that to happen, for us to evolve and become the new rulers for the new age, um, the um, black family has to be redeemed, you see, um, and put back up in its proper position. And that starts with, you know, uh, the, 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 the woman, the, 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 the female being redeemed in her value uh, through the power of the black man or the black son. You see, I look at the individual aspects in connection to the larger story. I always see the bigger story before I look at the individual aspects of, you know, what this energy is indicating. So if you know the bigger story, then all we have to do is see how we, you know, as individual aspects, as the black man is the sun, uh, S-U-N, and as the black woman is the earth, we are the individual aspects of that. And it's as above, so below. So as we are lifted up and come together in harmony as a family, in balance, that's how we get into harmony with the larger flow of the universe and step up to the new rulership for the new Aquarian age that is opening in 2020. And that is the ultimate purpose of what is going on at this now, at this time, right now, the culmination of that happening. Thank you. Thank you. And for those that are listening in, they want to get more in-depth information as to what the sister is dropping and talking about, feel free to check out on YouTube, right? It's Sister yes. Amira, S-I-S-T-A-R-N-Y-R-A-H, correct? That's correct. Absolutely. Yes. Check the sister and, uh, out. She Facebook, has some dynamic information. Wonderful. I definitely appreciate the honor, and I'm hoping I'm standing in the honor that um, uh, Honorable Noble Jewali would be proud of. Um, I do talk more symbolic. I am more astrological and cosmic, you know, but it's all about us, and it's all about, you know, us being redeemed and restored into our rightful uh, position as the rulers of this uh, cosmic family. Absolutely. We appreciate you. Thank you, sis. You're so welcome. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Yes, um, I want to transition into another caller. This caller has been in the queue for a minute waiting. Number starting with 215-883. You are on the air. Islam. Peace. Islam. Islam. Peace. Brother Snow Bay. Peace, brother. Peace. All um, is well. How are you doing today? I'm good. Good. You? All is well. Nice. It's nice to finally uh, get in touch with y'all. I sent y'all. I sent y'all a couple of emails. Yes, but, sir. Okay. It's it's all good. I like what y'all uh-huh. doing. Of course, I want to give high honors to the prophet on his day. Definitely. Is there anything that means, specific that you might want to add on to the conversation that the people might not know about the prophet, or something that you are doing? You know what I'm saying? Individually to carry on the message of the prophet. Definitely, definitely. As is customary, I want to read from the uh, Toronto Morris Science Temple of America. Yes. I'll take a reading from chapter 12. I'm going to read the whole chapter. I'm going to keep it a little short. We start from verse number three. It reads, And Jesus spoke to one and said, Why are you all so sad? Have you no happiness in life? 
The man replied, you scarcely know the meaning of that word. He toiled to live and hoped for nothing else but toil. And bless the day when we can cease our toil and lay down and rest in Buddha's city of the dead. In Jesus' heart was stirred with pity and with love for those poor toilers, and he said, toil should not make a person sad. Men should be happiest when they toil. When hope and love are back of toil, then all of life is filled with joy and peace, and this is heaven. Do you not know that such a heaven is for you? The man replied, of heaven we have heard, but when it, when it is so far away, and we must live so many lives before we reach that place. And Jesus said, my brother man, your thoughts are wrong. Your heaven is not far away, and it is not a place of meets and bounds. It is not a country to be reached. It is a state of mind. Allah never made a heaven for man. He never made a hell. We are creators and make our own. That's something I've been contemplating on today. Absolutely. As well as some other things. I usually, I don't go out much on the topic. I sit, I concentrate on his works, his message, what he meant to us, and how to make it more known to the people. Yes, sir. We appreciate that, brother. You know what I'm saying? We thank you for chiming in and sharing your beautiful thoughts on the prophet. And um, we'll connect and, you know what I'm saying, get up offline or what have you. All right? Definitely, definitely. All right. Appreciate you, brother. All right. brother. Peace. 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 Uh, we have another caller, this one from the 770 area code. Number starting with 895. Caller, you are on the air. Islamism. 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 Yes. This is Brother Yazoo Bey. And peace, I came peace. Peace, Peace. Peace. Yeah, it's an honor to stand up and to give honor and praises to the noble, the prophet, and respects to the prophet as a Nabi, you know, which is a Nubian, you know, which is a brother mm-hmm. that is a seer who was able to see what is going to be happening during this time in this decade. And we have a lot of things that is changing in this current time, you know, especially in reference to the Circle 7 that he had brought us to the law and all of the wonderful works that he has done for us and seeing how advanced the Moors, you know, have risen to. And as even though we are in, uh, in, in fractions and, you know, at this point, that was the whole thing that he – that he was really speaking on as, as, as far as him coming to uplift fallen humanity, that's the same thing that Asar, which is Osiris, came to do, was to uplift fallen humanity. And a part of that is that the whole body, as uh, as all of us, as Moors, whether you with the Great Seal, whether you with the uh, Moor Science Temple, you know, when I was coming up, I was, at, I was with the uh, John Given ill demonstration in the reincarnated uh, prophet 
you know, and uh, and we, you know, looked at that on an allegorical sense as as uh, as the energy that was that had been left with John Givenfield and and what a prophet means as being a Navi or a Nubian, you know, or you know a seer, you know, right. and um, as we get into learning about uh, the prophet, especially on the astrological sense, um, like the lovely sister Mara L, she had really, really brought it, you know, and, you know, uh, what the Capricorn is, is the Lord of material, you know, and also is the, is the, is Ampu, also the Binu bird, you know, so there's a lot of transformation in that and, and why we must structurize together as being Moors. You know, and right. um, and legally, you know, uh, we give it up to the brothers of the Great Seal, and and how the brothers and the Great Seal recognizes the prophet, you know, and we give it up to the brothers of the Holy More Temple of Science, of the More mm-hmm. Temple of America, and all of the More Temples out there, the More Temple of Truth. We give it up to everybody that actually continued right. the work of the prophet, but the stagnation of it, we have to rise far beyond that, you know, because, right. uh, you know, we all we already have solidarity. Now we need right. mobility. We need the movement to continue, you know, the products, you know, uh, the T-shirts and the apparel and everything that your brothers are doing. I, I thank you for that. Um, and 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 representing that and presenting that the energy and in, in, in this change in this time right now. There's another brother on the Jeez. other end. That's brother. Uh, more, he's a Morse brother. Uh, divine. Peace, brother Peace. Divine. Peace. Peace, yes, Divine. I'm saying. Peace up. These are these are productive brothers. You know what I'm saying? That uh, you know what I mean. Not only talk it but walk a straight line. I must add so myself. That I'm, I'm pleased to know, you know, what I mean, more of this particular character. You know, oftentimes people talk about not coming in contact with those right and exact mores that would just make people fall in love with the whole idea of our nation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You brothers are definitely, you know, what I mean, those brothers that walk that line. So I want to give it up to y'all. Appreciate it. Yeah, we give. Hey, thank you, thank you, brother. And uh, we give honor and praise to the honor, the most honorable, you know, holy prophet, noble Jirali, and all of this wonderful work that he has brought, you know, upon us, you know, and uh, and, and that's that's where it's at right now. We thank you for giving honor to the prophet this day. Thank you, brother. Peace. 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 Okay. Um, you got a 609 number on there by any chance? I actually do not see a 609 number, but let me take another call, and hopefully, you know what I'm saying, it's a clear the lineup a little for that number to come through. All and right. I'm about to tag a number starting, area code starting 860, number starting with 306. Tag, you're it. You're on the air. Peace. Well, this is, this is the 609 you're looking for. I couldn't get in, so you got Mr. Rise. Mariah you, you, you see how it goes? Right, right. So we're both here. She patched me in. Absolutely. Can you please 
Islam, can you please share with our family uh, the beautiful event that you just came from and everything that went down uh, amongst our brothers and sisters today that came together? Yes. Ah, well, it was in Newark where Prophet Noble Jurali, who we give honors to today and every day, uh, who's still returning today, uh, he started his mission in Newark, New Jersey. Yes. And uh, there were several grand bodies, jurisdictions of the Moorish Science Temples, Moorish Holy Temples of Science, um, that came together to put this on, and it will be annual, put this uh, celebration of his uh, solar return on, and it will. And, and they also meet annually, uh, monthly, um, at various temples. So it is the uniting that is happening through the temples that you know, always was, um, and as, as Prophet Noble Drew Lee had designed it to be. So that was a great thing. It was a great affair. Uh, locally, or on this end, we all know of uh, Nature L. Bay from Asbury Park. So he was the right. one that was on this end with um, pulling, it, pulling it together. Others came from Baltimore and all over the place, really. Um, what, what was the consensus amongst the brothers that was there? You know what I'm saying? Being that you have more from different jurisdictions, is there a talk well, of unity, something going on later this year where all Mars can sit at the table? Of course, because, see, here's, here's the deal. All Mars, uh, as far as uniting, uniting and unity is nationhood, and that's what Noble Jurali brought. The past, uh, past infiltration, COINTEL, corruption, et cetera, has been going on. But now, as Drew said, more as you need each other, but you are going to need each other more later. And that later is now. So if we're all in one unified, if we're all doing the work that he said to do, then there's not even any question about all coming together and uniting, although that may have been what had been existing in the past for different reasons that really were not on the point of the mission of Prophet Noble Chirali. Because in a simplified term and in his own words, he said that the mission and the mission and the platform is this. He said he's the, the mission would be to uplift fallen humanity and to bring the people back back to the constitutional fold of government so that they may take their place amongst the affairs of man. Simple. And the platform, Moorish divine and national movement of the world, which can include any association, temple, institution that exists that is for that same cause. So the unity, has our, the platform and the cause has always, always been there. It's, it's not that the temples are messed up as he had designed it. It may have been that the leaders, some of the leaders, were uh, remiss in what their duty was. So if it comes together now, it's, and it is, and we have yes. to, then it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. And, and we I definitely, yeah. we could definitely attest to the fact that you're on the front line making that happen every single mm -hmm. day. You know what I'm saying? Peace out to you. Peace out to the brother Taj Tariq. Yeah. You know? He's town um, at this point, so I don't know if he's going to call in or not. I had to leave him the number. Peace to the brothers at ALF. Everybody demonstrating. 
I'm saying no making this thing a reality. You see your sons too, Ross, because you're raising up some some young warriors who are definitely carrying the torch. And I my son, yeah, he's here. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Peace, brother. Peace, brother. It's long. Yeah, y'all doing the thing too, man. No, no doubt. Absolutely. We all work together. This is Voltron right here. Body politics, man. You know what I'm saying? Like they said, he he mentioned the saw a minute ago. He was chopped up into 14 pieces. But, you know what I'm saying, he was also unified. And, um, you know, we we just need to just pull it together and do what needs to be done. No excuses. That's what's happening, family. Yes, because actually, when you really think about it, unity is nationhood. Yes, it is. Yes. That's what unity is, and we're all asking, everybody's talking about unifying and unity. Well, that's nationhood. Yep, that's nationality. That's coming together under one flag. And I used this analogy last week when I was on a show with another brother, and I, I, I pointed out the fact that the uh, United States of America Armed Services is filled with people of many backgrounds, many uh, religions. You have people of a Muslim faith in there, you have Hebrew Israelites, you have gangbangers inside of the army, you have white supremacists, you have neo-Nazis, Satanists, gay people, straight people, people of every persuasion that you find in America belongs to the U.S. Army and they fight under one flag. And when it comes time to go to war, not even depend, not, they don't care about what country they get sent to. They might be Muslim and they'll go fight in a Muslim country against so-called Muslims because they fly, they, the banner that they fly, the banner that they fight under is one that they're all unified under. So they understand the principles of a nation. Right, right. You understand? You don't have to really sell it to them because they, they understand that. And, they, and they, you know, they, they, they've been indoctrinated, you understand, by that flag to, be, to, to, to live and die for that. I don't want to cut you, brother. That was beautiful. Um, like. it, it's interesting, though, because the way in which you're using the term, uh, what you're saying is really whatever their choice of religion is, it has no, there is no religious test. It has nothing to do with that, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that's what you're saying, that they all come together under one nation. Um, it means nothing to them. When it, the, the big picture means all of that other stuff goes out the window. The big picture is we're fighting for our freedom. Yeah. And we want that paycheck, you know what I mean? Whatever it might be that, whatever it might be to put them in the situation, the army don't want to hear none of that, <laughs> right? When you get in there, you a soldier. All that other stuff goes out the door. So when we build our nation, we come inside of the nation. We part of this nation. Everything else gets left at the door. You could deal with all of that. We don't, we're not saying that you have to dissolve any of that. But we'll, but but it's gonna have to be made where all of these things can be beneficial. You'll be able to practice what it is that you well, you know, it has to be part of these principles and you know other things involved. But what we're saying is the the the, the overhead, the, the the main idea is for uh-huh. all of us to come around the world at this point. Right. Thank you. Thank I, you. I think what right. you're also showing is that. Uh, we have not, most of us that don't know or have not been taught the principles of nationhood. Not because, at all. No, because if, because if we were, we would know that when we look at each other that we are all all the same, that we're brothers and sisters. Yes, yes. Well, I thank you for calling in, Sister Ross, 
And uh, we will definitely have you on the show in the future to drop some of that well-needed information. And that YouTube video that the brother Sarnetta did with you was beautiful. I just want to let you know. All right? Well, I haven't it was, seen it. <laughs> yes, it, it, it is. It's, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. You, dropped some, you dropped many gems in that one. Thank you. All right. No doubt. We have, we have 10 minutes left. I'm going to take two or three more callers. Please keep your comments short. I'm going to tag 718. The number starting 650. Caller, you are on. Peace. Peace and love, brother. Peace, brother. Cherokee. Brother Cherokee. Peace, brother. Islam, brother. What do you do? Islam. I love both the twins very much. I think it's very honorable what the both of y'all have done. Brad Thank Pilsen, you, Lord. You know how we do. Is there um, um, it's a blessing that everybody's calling and everybody's listening. I'd like to make a quick comment um, about what the sister Myra was talking about. Myra is always very um, influential with what she has to say. But as far as the cosmic energy and speaking about the prophecy, um, which that's very, that, that's very insightful that you mentioned at the beginning, you know, the whole breakdown of what a prophet really is, because a lot of people, they, they say it um, a lot of times in like a cliche manner. I don't think a lot of people really understand what, what, what it meant when it said that he's a prophet. He was making prophecies. Mm-hmm. And the prophecies for Moors at this point as we speak is either going to be a gift or a curse, literally. So, so it's 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 either it's 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 time to take advantage because being that it's a prophecy, we got a heads up. Yes, yes, exactly. You got. We have a heads up, so not to follow it would actually be foolish, you know, and that would be the curse. We have the heads up, so you know the 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 whole rigmarole of keep going through um, all of this having to be, um, you know criticized and at certain points even sacrificed, you know, instead of overstanding that we have a lot of the ammunition already at our hands. The brother bought us most, if not all, of the ammunition that we need to move ahead. Absolutely. And um, that's, that's, that's basically the gist of, because of, I know your, your time is limited at this moment. That's basically um, what I wanted to say that Who's ever listening, you know, a lot of us are insightful, but for those that are not, you know, that's what it is. We we have to really um, get on board and move ahead with what we're doing at this time. Time is of the essence right now. Yes, it is. Perfect segue. Time is of the essence. We have about five minutes left. But I do want to let people know, once this cuts off, there's going to be an extra hour. It won't be streaming, but if you're on the phone, you can continue to hear us. And it will also be part of the archive segments. So if you're on the phone, stay on the phone, and we're going to kick it after this particular hour is up. I'm going to take one more caller before we do our outro. All right. This is, let's see, the number starting with, already got those, 267. So that hand is not up either. All right, well, with this last five minutes, you want to sum up? Uh, I basically wanted to say that, um, you know, thank you for everybody that's, you know, called in. Thank you for everybody that's on the phone listening. 
and um, there's work to be done. I encourage everyone, regardless if you're Moorish or not, to go out and purchase the book, The Biography of Noble Drew Ali, The Exhuming of a Nation. This was done by Pleasant uh, Dr. Elihu in Pleasant Bay, Swift Angel. And uh, you can find them online. You can actually go to, I believe it's in Amazon, you can find this book, The Biography of Noble Drew Ali, The Exhuming of a Nation. This book is so profound with the information that it contains and um, just the level. The, the, it, 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 it has so much stuff inside of it, and it will answer so many questions, and it will break so many spells that you might have on your, on your mind due to the miseducation that we've all been subjected to. So I really tell people, if you want to transform yourself, pick up this book, okay? And then if you want to go further and transform yourself, visit the sister, Roz Bay, who called up earlier. She has a website. It's called www.rvbaypublications.com. I'm going to put it in the chat room. Yes, and also um, if you want to catch more of Sister Myra, she will be on Blog Talk Radio on the Sister Sonia Nicole show, and that is Lessons of Love on Sunday, I believe at 5 o'clock. Sister Myra will be on for three hours giving it up, you know what I'm saying? And you no people, doubt. I mean, you have to absolutely check out what the sister is saying because it's, it's, she's it's on point. astrological, it's on point. She's breaking it down, and we need to heed these particular messages at these particular times, especially if these messages are, you know, tailor sent to us. So with that said, I'm going to play the outro music. And like I said, the conversation will take place as long as you're on the phone line, stay on the phone line, you'll continue to be able to converse with us. And for those that are not, you'll be able to check it out in the archive episode. Peace. Peace. Gentlemen, this time around, the revolution will not be televised. As we proceed to give you what you need, oh, nine brothers, get live, brothers. Ladies and gentlemen, of the court, and here again, baby, hip hop versus Derek Clark. I present Exhibit C. When I was sleeping on the train, sleeping on Lezzarol Ave out in the rain, without even a single slice of pizza to my name, too proud to beg for change, mastering the pain, when New York niggas was calling southern rappers lame, but then Jack and I slang, I used to get dizzy spells, hear a little ring, the voice of an angel telling me my name. Telling me that one day I'ma be a great man Transforming with the Megatron dog Spitting out flames Eating whack rappers alive Shitting out chains I ain't believe it then Nigga I was homeless Fighting, shooting dice Smoking weed on the corners Trying to find the meaning of life In the Corona Till the 5%ers rolled up on the nigga And informed them 
You either build or destroy where you come from. The Magnolia Projects in the third ward slum, hum. It's quite amazing that you rhyme how you do and that you shine like you grew up in the shrine in Peru. Question 14, Muslim lesson 2. Dip diver, civilizer 85er. I make the devil hit his knees and say to our father, Abracadabra, you rocking with the true and living. Shout out the lights out, Josephine, Chewy Bivens. Shout out the Baltimore, Baton Rouge, my crew in Richmond. While y'all debating who the truth was, like Jews and Christians, I was on C2B, Broad Street, Master, North Philly, South Philly, 23rd, Pastor, Six Mile, Seven Mile, Hartwell, Rasher. What niggas really. All right, we back. All right, I'm going to um, tag some more callers so we can get right back into it. All right, let's see. Well, peace. Peace. Hello? Yeah. The number starting with 386-960. Is that Sister Myers yeah. still? Hey, what's up? Oh, what's up? Peace. Peace, God. How's everything been? Is this the reverend? Yeah, I'm listening to the hey. show. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I was, uh, it's not my time, but I was uh, kind of nodding. So you have to forgive me. Great. Oh, Part is this Brother Valentine? Yes. Hey, peace, Brother Phil. Hey, who's this? This is Brother Phil. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is Lil Phil. This is Lil Phil. <laughs> we Phil, right? No doubt. No doubt. How's everything, Doc? Uh, well, striving, and uh, you know, I'm, I was listening to a lot of the brothers and and the sisters speak. It's uh, it's real heartwarming to see that uh, you know the work goes on, and that uh, Prophet's dream is actually. No longer a dream. It's the vision that's actually becoming a, a solidified reality. It's just the, the amount of work and effort that everyone has to commit to, and I'm glad to hear that <clears throat> we're seeing this. And of course, <clears throat> we're going to about about to pass through the real Circle Seven coming up on 2012, and a lot of people don't realize the significance of that as well. Right. So, uh, can you speak uh, on that briefly? We head when we head into the rift. When we come out, what comes out of that, you know, that'll be the number seven. That's the seventh day, the day of rest, the day when everything begins and ends at the same time. So we're dealing with so we paradox. Have, we, have, we have a lot to look forward to. Yeah, most definitely. And I'm glad to see that the, the standard bearers for the truth and the knowledge, y'all are strong and y'all are making it, uh making it known. And it's good to know, really good to know. Absolutely. Now, do you see Noble Duali's prophecies as preparing the people for such a transition? Like, is the messages that he gave us, uh, they, you know, of the well, particular time? Well, it's not, not anymore. Uh, there were a few. I, I used to have a little problem back in the days when I was coming up, when I was your age, looking for the truth and a lot of the what we called then the old heads. They weren't right. giving it out. You know, we had to go there and kind of shake the door, you force know. Force it out uh, of them? Yeah, we had to force it out of them. I mean, they were holding on to it, and they didn't want to let too many people know. It was becoming more like a clandestine organization rather than one that's supposed to be out there amongst the people. 
And, uh, <clears throat> you know, fortunately, a lot of the younger brothers uh, made that uh, that effort and uh, went ahead, and uh, a few of the elders began to talk amongst themselves. And uh, it just became a thing where, I guess, after being jaded, after going through so much as they did, they couldn't trust too many people, and uh, rightfully so at, at times, right. you know. So uh, we're beginning to see that... Uh, the information that's coming out, <clears throat> slowly but surely, a lot of what is has not yet been revealed is going to be revealed, but it's not yet ready or time for it to be revealed because the people are not ready. What okay. we're doing is preparing the way. The, um, the real revelation of what all of this, as far as the Moorish uh, science is concerned, that's uh, what you remember, like, you know, the preparation for people like, you know, the, the brothers teaching the sciences, coming out with the astrology, which essentially was the first book. Uh, right. When you understand and understand true astrology, not only just mundane astrology, but uh, esoteric astrology, uh, mm -hmm. alchemic astrology, uh, sidereal astrology, this, is, this was the book. Yeah, it makes it explains a lot of things, put a lot of things into perspective. Yes, on heaven, in heaven, and on earth. Because right. once you know the heavens, you definitely know the earth, and that's what's been missing. That book of the what I was—that's what I'm writing right now. My book of the earth is the reflections of heaven, and we we have to come to the understanding of the heaven within, which then gives us a revelation of the vehicle that we're in, and gives us the revelation of the heaven without. And all of that is coming into perspective now. A lot of you brothers putting it out there on the sound waves and the light waves, all of these uh, all of these revelations for new technologies, all of these things are going to start coming up. Over the next five years, there's going to be a burst of technology that's going to start blowing people's minds. They're going to be reading minds soon. they got <clears throat> ways of taking pictures of your brain. And they can tell when you're angry. They can tell when you're scheming. They can tell whether you're, uh, you know, you got lust in your head and, Y'all better be ready. Y'all got to know how to cloak yourselves. They're going to have that in the airports. Yeah, that's the first step. But I'm talking about they, they have ways of reading the templates of your brain, brain energies, brain signatures now. I mean, they, they had remote viewing for years. Like, since the 60s, they were doing remote viewing. I didn't mm -hmm. see people who stare at goats, but from what I'm understanding, they're going into that in that particular movie. About the yeah, they did. That they've been at. Yeah, I saw that movie. And, okay. Uh, it's very interesting because um, men who stare at goats, the whole thing had to do with kids. And you see, that's what a goat is, goats. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's who they're going after. A lot of people don't see what that's about. And the whole yeah. Baphomet. Very clear. Yeah, it's all very symbolic. You know, I break the movie down another time, but... Um, a lot of the movies that are coming out right now are just recycling. And this is why it's going to be very important for brothers and sisters to be very careful now. The technology is now is recycling the paradigmic or paradigmatic materials that's, that's fixed your brain the last two, 3,000 years of the Piscean. And what they need to do is to now revamp and restructure the Piscean paradigm to make it look like the Hapi or the Aquarian paradigm. And you're going to be dealing with belief structures, which is supposed to be destroyed with the coming of the new age. 
they're going to be setting into place a whole new uh, paradigm of belief, but you're not going to see it as belief. You're going to think it's freedom. Uh, this new illusion they're, they're getting ready to, to throw this net, this consciousness net across the people's uh, psyches. Uh, I'm going to talk about that when, when I come and uh we got to be ready for that because uh, if you're not pure of heart, if you're not uh, if you're not ready, uh, they're about to blanket us. They're about to hit us, and um, uh, they're going to hit us not only with the uh, the technologies from Harp, which they already did, and them blew a hole in the sky. That's why y'all got all that 28 inches of snow and stuff. Yeah. Uh, when when the time comes, they're coming at us. Uh, to do, it's gonna. They have a way now of manipulating cold and heat. They found out how we are becoming why the why the planet is cooling down and why the planet is heating up. And now they can control the weather through the heating up and the uh, and the uh, and the tempering down. And they now know how to do that uh, through the control of pollution, believe it or not. And they they have a way of using pollution as a weapon and then using uh, greenhouse gases as a weapon. And uh, you're going to see a lot more of that, uh, the, the ways of that weapon being used over the next five years, as a matter of fact, the next 10 years. And uh, so I would say to the brothers and sisters, be very mindful of your what you eat, getting your body together, making sure your mind is clear, to cut off the TV, uh, listen to nothing but music that have to do with your upliftment that has you more introspective rather than uh, distracted by the outside nonsense. <clears throat> Be careful about what it is you drink. Definitely don't put none of them sodas into your body, none of that. All that aspartame, that aspartame shuts down electrical signals to your brain, all of that. Make sure the ingredients in your food are pure, all of that because your body, the electrical circuitry in your body is going to be the mechanism that gets you through the next five to ten years. The electrical circuitry in your body, and that's what they're going after. Yeah, there's a direct attack on the electrical circuitry of the body. I know this is a shameless plug, but I'm now producing bottled Seamoss, which is electric cell food, composed mm -hmm. of all alkaline materials. You know, because I know that's what people are going to need to make it right. into the next transitional period, being that everything else has either corn syrup or soy in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they're going straight for that. I've never witnessed a cold front of this magnitude where it's cold from the tip of Florida all the way up. Going down into Mexico. Yeah. It's, 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 it's stretching. And they blanket yeah. it in the whole place. Yeah, that was the hole they ripped in the sky, the harp out of Norway. Okay, we talking about the um, spiral. Yeah, no, 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 this is something else. They ripped a right, hole. They, in the they, sky. Yeah, they do have a hole. Okay. And um, you know what they're doing because uh, once, um, once the uh, I think I believe I told I didn't know if I told you, brothers, but once the Cassini spacecraft spotted. The, um, the mothership off of Saturn, they shut everything down. They shut down all broadcasts for the Cassini coming right. back through other channels. And once that had happened, they began to uh, <clears throat> attack all the more obvious 
UFOs that were coming through. And now, like I was saying, I remember like the last four or five years of lectures, I keep telling people that you're going to start seeing more and more UFO activities. You're going to be starting to see that they're going to be looking at more and more planets. They done found 15, 15 water planets. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to cut you, but they they have reported that um it was a record amount of sightings this past year. Really? Oh nine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know it was some spe- it was some talk about you know why isn't Obama saying anything because there's mm-hmm. a lot of things going across his desk dealing with the quote unquote UFO phenomenon. It's gonna be undeniable, brother. It's 2010. It's the year of contact. Yeah, they got a. They did you hear about the uh, <clears throat> the object, the planetoid planet that they actually saw crossing uh, a specific degree of Neptune? They spotted it. Nah, and I, it's that one. Right, it coming in as a trajectory. Uh, again, that's more information they shot down. Remember, I said over the last ten years. There must have been about 30 astronomers that were either suicided or killed uh, because of the information that they're finding out. Yes. And um, like I said, once we start, there's going to be undeniable. They're going to be making themselves known as far as contact is concerned. And once we pass the rift, we're going to be into a whole new neighborhood. That whole new neighborhood is going to be people, circumstances, places, whole new genetic lines are going to be intermixing with ours. There's going to be a black or a dark matter cloud that's going to be made up of what I call neutral DNA coming into our planet. That neutral DNA is going to be in the atmosphere, and it's going to be mixing in. The problem is that all the pollution, uh, there's only certain people that's going to be actually benefiting from it. People out by the islands, people in the southern hemisphere, people that don't live along the cloud track of pollution that usually the air and the currents, uh, the electric bands of the planet carry uh, concentrated pollution in, a, in, in almost like a ring. And anyone living outside of those rings will, be, uh, will, be, will escape and be more open to and receptive of the neutral DNA that's going to be coming into the planet. That's the neutral DNA that's going to begin to reinforce or uh, reinvest all of the junk DNA that's coming in, and it's going to come into the, it's going to come in and start renewing uh, the children again. and going to show themselves to be uh, adults much faster. Uh, the, the childhood is going to shut down. There's going to be no childhood uh, over the next 25 years. It's going to be shorter and shorter. Now you see this guy comes along, and he's got these children talking and reading. At four and five months, I, I'm, I'm I'm seeing a lot in terms of child development. It's startling, mm-hmm. you know. But you prepared us for that in terms of speaking yeah. about, you know, the advancement in DNA. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely seeing it on Facebook. People are attesting to it that are quote unquote not even conscious. They're talking about their children and what their children are showing them. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm hearing the stories every day now, so I know that. That is that is here and is, uh, yeah. is upon us. Um, I want to segue and give a shout out to the brothers uh, ALF who had the foresight to say, 
Let's go to where the clouds aren't and build eco villages. Let's mm-hmm. go near the equator, you know what I'm saying, in Bahia, Bahia, Brazil, where when the pole shifts, that particular region of the earth is supposed to remain somewhat steady. Let's go there now and break ground, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So there, there are plans in place. There are brothers amongst us to have that vision to be able to move with the tides of change. And there are places so, in Africa. Yeah, there's places in Africa too. Um, that's that's also That's right That's right But I'm guessing Like I said brothers You know You're talking to An old head here <clears throat> This is the time I usually kind of oh, Make yeah, my yeah. Uh, Close the coffin lid On me And uh, <laughs> do the sleep Yes I know that you know I just want to Give shout out yeah. To you brothers And uh, I'm happy that you all Are out there Doing the work I'm proud of you all you know, you're my stepsons and showing me that uh, a lot of the work all over these 30 years ain't in vain. And I'm happy to know that brothers like yourselves are out there, Brother Avim um, and uh, all the other, you know, all the other scholars and uh, scientists, I'd rather call you all, uh, yes. out there, you know, uh, stimulating the people. You know, the first eye has never been under as much of an assault of stimuli uh, and uh, we need brothers like yourselves to de- defend or to teach people what it is that's happening to them. A lot of people are going to go crazy. They ain't going to all make it. You know, they're not ready for it and sometimes too much light <clears throat> blinds rather than reveals. So uh, uh, just to let you know, like I said, um, you know, to maintain, I'm there. You know, if you all need me, uh, just call out. I'll do my best to show up. And I know a lot of the other brothers who are in my circle, all the other elders, Bobby, Delbert, I know they feel the same way. Oh, definitely. I appreciate the time that has been taken, not only in this particular call, but over, what has it been, since I've been <laughs> on, on the tapes, damn near two decades, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, I have lived to see your prophecies come true, all right? I live to see the fact that you've laid things out and they've taken flesh time over and time over and time over. So while we take this time out and we honor Drew Ali, we also need to take notice of the prophets that are amongst us, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, we need to be very mindful of the shoulders that we are standing on because the line, the lineage is magnanimous. And I'll be damned if we drop this talk. It's not going to happen. So the <laughs> idea will continue to thrive, to live on, generation to generation. Oh, it's good. My heart feels good now. You know, you, sometimes we old heads wondering what is going to happen with the information. It's happening. And, uh, I don't see anything wrong now. I see that uh, exactly. we're leaving it in good hands. I love you, brothers. You take care of yourselves. Give me a call. And to the family out there, appreciate you all. Keep supporting these brothers. You know, they got the real torch. I'll take care. Peace. Yes. Hotep. Hotep. Uh, I appear to be by myself on the radio. The chat room is shut down. I'm here. The lines are still open in terms of this particular open line. So I'm not going to let it be dead air. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to continue to teach, 
and to share this information so it can be archived. You know what I mean? When y'all click on, you could definitely have something to look forward to, a whole two hours worth of information. Um, my brother did say that he wanted to touch on some of the sayings of the prophet, saying some of the uh, the earlier prophecies of him. So let me see if he has anything to share with the family at this particular time. Peace, family. What's good? Uh, like the blue pill set, I'm just going to run through a few of the brothers, a uh, few of Noble Drew Ali's prophecies and a few of his uh, warnings to the nations that he put out when he were, when um, he was basically letting his literature out. Now, one of the books that I encourage everybody to pick up is the Holy Quran, the Circle 7 from the Moore Science Temple of America. When you get into that book, you will definitely see many things revealed to you and, you know, a plethora of wisdom that's shared by the brother. And um, I'm actually going to just open up the book and show and prove what it is that I'm talking about and give you uh oh, all right. Well, I, I opened it up, and lo and behold, page 36, The Holy Instructions of Unity. Now, if that's not on time, I don't know what is. So we're going to get into three of the passages. I'm going to start with the first one. It says, The gifts of the understanding are the treasures of Allah, and he appointeth to everyone his portion in what measure seem good unto himself, meaning that the gifts of the understanding are the treasures to Allah. So we all are going to transform, and we all are going to basically reach the level that we are uh, basically um, ordained to reach on our own level, meaning that where I'm at is, might not be where you're at, but that does not mean that you're not headed in that direction. Or where somebody else is at, an elder teacher, a master teacher, where he's at with his transformation and his, his level of knowledge is only, you should be only, you should want to attain that level, you know what I'm saying? Don't feel like you can't catch up or don't feel like you're late in the game, or don't, you know, don't use it as a as a um, pessimistic uh, obstacle. Okay, so the next chap, the next passage is: Hath he endowed thee with wisdom? Hath he enlightened thy mind with the knowledge of truth? Communicated to the ignorant for their instruction. Communicated to the wise for thine own improvement. Communicated to the ignorant for their instruction. Communicated to the wise for thine own improvement. So he's saying that did he not bless you with wisdom? Did he not bless us with enlightenment? It is our journey. It is our duty at this point with the with the with because I'm surrounded by, you know, if if we were in a university, I'm surrounded by nuclear physicists and rocket scientists. You understand? I have I've come across the paths of people who are wise beyond their years, but. The question is, are they sharing this wisdom with the ignorant? Are they sharing this wisdom with the wise amongst them? Are they hoarding this knowledge 
the same way Scrooge McDuck would hoard the riches that he had in that room when he dived into the money. You understand? If you're not sharing the jewels that you possess, what are you doing? Especially in this day and time. And you live amongst the ignorant. You understand? I don't I know what I'm what I'm surrounded by daily, I'm not sure what everybody else in their neighborhoods or their communities are surrounded by, but I know that the ignorant, you know, the numbers are super strong. You understand? So are you changing that around and giving people these pills to wake them up? From the looks of our, from the looks of the online community and from the looks of the social networks, there are a lot of people who are doing these things, and I commend you. I tip my hat to you, and I say keep on doing what you do. And for those that are not doing it, all I'm saying is just get on your job. Even if it's not your wisdom, there's enough wisdom out there that you can start sending to people. If you have a social networking page, you shouldn't be on the social networking page playing any kind of games. You understand? Wasting any time. What you should be on those networks is show and proving who you are. Stand on your square. Don't be ashamed of who you are and put that information out there if it's right and exact. So let's get on to the next one. Number three, true wisdom is less presuming than folly. These wise men doubteth often and changeth his mind. The fool is obstinate and doubt, doubteth not. He knoweth all things but his own ignorance. Now, I'm sure we could all attest that there's people amongst us who are the proverbial know-it-alls, you understand? But then at the end of the day, they just know-it-all fools. Because nobody knows it all. Knowledge is infinite. We all learn something new daily. Some of us are man enough or woman enough or mature enough to let the things go which we thought were the truth and to accept things that present itself as the truth. And some of us put up huge fights, huge fights to protect that which we think is the truth, but we wind up ultimately losing because, you know, you can't stand the truth next to falsehood and expect falsehood to win. It just doesn't happen like that. Okay? Number four, the pride of emptiness is a, is an abomination, and to talk much is the foolishness of folly. Nevertheless, it is the part of wisdom to hear with patience their impertinence and to pity their absurdity. Now, I could totally attest to that because I have pity for a lot of the ignorant people out there that I listen to on YouTube and I hear in the communities and I watch and I, you know, I run into on these radio shows and whatnot because, you know, there's something inside of me that says, damn, they don't even know, man. I'm sad. I'm saddened by that. But then at the end of the day, they also show you know, the level of stupidity and foolishness that they're willing to indulge themselves in because they're not studied, they don't learn. So, you know, we have to keep our eyes out for that. And for the final one that I'm going to read, hopefully this one will resonate, yet be not puffed up in thine own conceit, neither boastful superior understanding, the clearest human knowledge is but blindness and folly. Meaning, you know, don't let this get to your head, okay? Don't walk around with your, you know, with your head on your shoulders and whatnot because you've uh, acquired some information or you were privy to a certain master teacher who might have, you know, raised your consciousness and whatever. 
You understand? You have to be very humble when it comes to this information because the information, number one, is not yours. You understand? This is information that came across. So it's in the ethers. It's part of the collective pool, the Akashic Records. And if you pulled it down, ashe, that's beautiful. But don't wear it like it's yours. Don't wear it arrogantly. Don't bash on somebody who has not attained that level of consciousness or knowledge. And don't commodify it like you you created this in your in the confines of your lab. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't it didn't work like that. So you know we yeah and we have to be very humble, very humble. Arrogance and conceit will get this movement nowhere. It will create haters. It will create obstacles. It will also create contempt, you know what I'm saying? And we're here to uplift fallen humanity and to win the hearts and minds of our people with right knowledge and truth, you know what I'm saying? And these lower nature emotions and um, and, 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 and characterisms does not define who we are or who we attain to be, okay? So I'm going to pass the phone on to the blue pill and let him hit you with something. All right, peace. Yeah, I'm going to close out with this. You know what I'm saying? Um, the prophet, Noah Drali, was said to have manifested at another period of time on this particular planet as the prophet Isa, better known as Yahshua or Jesus. Whether that's a mythos applicable to the story, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get into that. But what I will do is share some of this particular wisdom coming from part two of the Circle 7 Quran. And this is, you know, some pertinent information that ties in those two particular spirits. It's called Jesus receives the mystic name and number and passed the first brotherhood test. Now, irregardless of the fact of whether this particular man walked the earth or not, it's a lesson. It's a lesson to be studied of which one is to derive a certain sense of character from, Okay. Is to help one develop and move theirself closer to that aspect of refinement which is needed for you to tap into self to bring forth the best part of yourself. So hopefully this helps. It says the master took down from the wall a scroll on which was written down the number and the name of every attribute character and said, the circle is the symbol of perfected man, and the seven is the number of the perfect man. The logos is the perfect word, that which creates, that which destroys, and that which saves. This Hebrew master is the logos of the Holy One, the circle of the human race, the seven of the time. And in the record book, the scribe wrote down the logos, circle seven, and thus was Jesus known. The master said, the Logos will give heed to what I say. No man can enter the light till he has found himself. Go forth and search till you have found your soul and then return. The guide led Jesus to a room in which the light was faint and mellow, like the light of early dawn. The chamber walls were marked with mystic signs, with hieroglyphs and sacred texts. And in the chamber, Jesus found himself alone where he remained for many days. He read the sacred texts, threw out the meaning of the hieroglyphs, or thought out the meaning of the hieroglyphs, and sought the import of the master's charge to find himself. A revelation came. 
He got acquainted with his soul. He found himself that he was not alone. One night he slept, and at midnight hour a door that he had not observed was opened, and a priest in Samagarb came in and said, My brother, pardon me for coming in at this unseedly hour, but I have come to save your life. You are the victim of a cruel plot. The priests of Heliopolis are jealous of your fame, and they have said that you will never leave these gloomy crypts alive. The higher priests do not go forth to teach the world, and you are doomed to temple servitude. Now, if you would be free, you must deceive these priests, must tell them that you are here to stay for life. And then, when you have gained all that you wish to gain, I will return and by a secret way lead you forth that you may go in peace. And Jesus said, my brother man, would you come here to teach deceit? Am I within these holy walls to learn the wiles of vile hypocrisy? Nay, man, my father scorns deceit, and I am here to do his will. Deceive these priests? Not while the sun shines. What I have said, I have said. I will be true to them, to a law, to myself. And then the tempter left, and Jesus was alone again. But in a little while, a white robe priest appeared and said, Well done. The Logos has prevailed. This is the trial chamber of hypocrisy. And then he led the way, and Jesus stood before the judgment seat. And all the brothers stood. The Hierophant came forth and laid hands on Jesus' head and placed within his hand a scroll on which was written just one word, sincerity. And not a word was said. The guide again appeared and showed the way. And in the spacious room, complete with everything a student craves for, Jesus bade to rest wait. You know, that was the first degree of which he passed. And, you know, these different levels of attainment are obtained through trials and tribulations, through tests. You know what I'm saying? You just don't pitch well as a pearl of swine. You feel me? you got to have that character. And that particular development is not something that, you know, you could just shake up. And instead, it takes time. It's a process. But even though I'm seeing some of these babies are born with it, so let me not speak too soon. You feel me? But with that being said, you know, the main objective here is just to have the listeners to look further into the idea of the man, not so much the quote-unquote man himself, because that's a temporal thing, but the idea is something that lasts and lives in our heart. And we continue to carry forth, you know, the message that was laid forth. You know what I mean? So at this particular time when we know this thing could be done, let's get it done. Let's move forth. You know what I mean? Let's make it glorious for our children's children's children that we should never have to look back and say, you know, I don't know what the hell was going on at that time. I was looking at Jersey Shore. It's just not going to work. That being said, I want to send praises, peace, and love to everybody within earshot of this message. We love all of humanity. We are here to uplift humanity. Peace.